Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to The Blowhole on Finsider Radio. This evening, I am joined by my co-host, Rob Cast. I am James Radio. And it feels really good to be 5-3, and three, Rob. You're right. It is a win streak. Didn't, didn't feel so great last Sunday for all of it, but second half was nice. And there, there was definitely some fun, fun things happening on the offensive side of the football in the first half as well. So... How upset or like I guess like worried were you in the first half? And and be honest, don't give me your uh, Rob optimistic no, take. I w- I was not worried because the only reason we fell behind was the fumble, was that turnover. We never we didn't punt until late in the game. We were we were also moving the ball. They were we couldn't stop them, but our defense usually, you know, has turned it around. So I'm in the early on. I'm watching that and I'm like, if we can get the two for. You know, we still can if we can score last and then get the ball first, we could flip this around and 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 then then we just need to stop or turn over and you know and we're in good position. Now, was I happy with how the defense was playing in the first no, I was not. But there was God, the, the penalty there was some stupid the penalties are worrying me. The stupid penalties are very worrisome. And, you know, the holding, the bad calls, that happens, but the unforced, the the Every, the was the was the paint was the field painted in camouflage were they unable to see the lines everybody was lined up offsides it was it was i've never seen that more than once in a game like lined up in the neutral zone there were like seven it sure felt that way it, it sure felt that way and uh normally i'm a big proponent for complaining and whining about how awful the referees were uh this was a lot of just like you said this was mostly on the dolphins i didn't i didn't really see anything egregious on the referee side of this one so um yeah it was it it is getting to be worrisome and troublesome at this point um a lot of penalties um the lions thankfully bailed us out in the second half by uh that that drive that they had mimicked the that we had in the Minnesota game <laughs> oh that was a hold my beer except they, they like... weren't actually making like we were actually having big plays pulled back like they sure. weren't actually making big plays they were just getting penalties so um that was a to- yeah. that was a total hole in my beer they're like oh you do you think you can ruin a drive watch <laughs> this and it was like what first and 35 i think i believe so yeah and um that was pretty that was pretty good i was getting i actually was starting to get nervous that they were going to convert it like that the, you know <laughs> it was going to this the dolphins have a tendency for you know we're good if it's like third and seven Really bad if it's like third and nineteen. Like we're great just... if it's fourth and one. Yeah, we are great if it's yeah. fourth and one. Correct. Yeah, but it's it's anything. Yeah, the long ones we have a hard time with. But I but I, um, I honestly I knew I knew we were going to score like that that even the 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 fumble like the guy. The guy I was wasn't popped, worried about the like, offense. That's yeah. not what I was saying. But I mean, like even like your when your defense can't stop anybody, it doesn't matter if you're scoring every drive if they're you know they've you know because you there, there you was a one, point so. when. We when we screwed up, we did screw up the end of the half. Not like a mistake, but like I think we were going. What I've you you always you want to recap it because then all of a sudden like they get that field goal at the end of the half. Like we were we were like getting close and then you know like getting the score close within one and then I think they made it ten at at halftime and at that point I'm like ah like I was. Then I'm like okay. Yeah. 
and also for a game normally this is what i i don't even understand this and it's probably because everybody was completing every pass they were making when you got those games where it's just run 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 the games are over like that usually when there's a lot of passing the games take longer it seemed like every one of those drives took up half a quarter. Like all of a sudden, I'm like, we're going into the fourth quarter. I'm like, what? We only had the ball like once in the, in the third quarter. Like they were both eating up the clock, but while passing, it's just I yeah. Don't, I, I mean, don't they really were. It was that. weird. There were because there definitely were chunk plays, like for sure. But it, they were still eating the clock. Like there was, they were still like a lot of plays that were that were happening. It was yeah. It was. I mean, the offense looks, you know, it's amazing. insane. Like, I mean, two, two it looks was like, great. it looks like a video game. I mean, it's literally, it's, there's, it's barely, I mean, if the run game improved a little bit, it would be, it would be completely off the charts, but it's like every play is a minimum of eight yards. It feels like, yeah. and it's just, they're just, and we both 20, felt, 30, I mean, we both 40. felt like the Lions were going to have a hard time on defense. We talked about that yeah. at length, at length last, last week on the show. So um, that that definitely came to fruition. I mean, they were missing some of their. They don't really have any stars on defense. Uh, Hutchinson was playing. He seems like he's going to be a very good pass rusher. But uh, Armstead seemed to have no problem with him, um, which is great. Armstead is, has been such a great signing, and when it's such a difference when he plays. Oh yeah. Um, but Charles Harris, um, you know, has has played well for them, and he didn't play in the game. I don't. Uh, they're safe. You're not. You're talking to Dolphin fans. You're not. None of them are going to sit there and be like they're they were in trouble because they didn't have Charles Harris. No, I, I mean they're just a bad defense, like you yeah, said. Yeah. I mean, just saying, like, but even like as a as a bad defense, even when healthy, like, you know, you're missing guys that aren't even really that good that you kind of rely on. Like, it's going to just make it even easier, which is what it looked like. Right. Um. Yeah. So you and a half twenty seven seventeen was was the score going into half, right? So we we ended up holding them to you know a field goal on one drive, um, and then we had to settle for a field goal on our drive leading into leading into halftime, and we left them with enough time. That to was, get yeah, right down the field and get another field goal. I, I was ma- yeah, I was mad that that's right. I, I wanted to get the you know we left the four points because we had to get the field goal and then let them take the three right back. So yeah, exactly that, was, that, yeah. that one that was annoying. Um, I really, you know, I loved uh, you know the, the 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 opening drive for the offense. You know, just just answering right back like after giving up the touchdown, they're moving down the field, and then uh, this was curious because it was curious to me when I saw that Braylon Sanders was called up from the practice squad and was playing. Well, over I'm... over as a con like i mean i got that like craycraft was injured and they needed somebody but um i mean this guy's you know i i, I don't i, I, just, I, don't, I was just surprised that was that is surprising and obviously he's fallen out of favor with the coaching staff i don't know why as a con yeah yeah, obviously. yeah i mean i mean maybe yeah, they... you know maybe mcdaniels borrowed the borrowed the the uh Shanahan doghouse that they used to put Brandon Ayuk in when all of a sudden they'd be like, why are you not playing this guy? Sherfield got starts over Brandon Ayuk like for many games. Yeah. No, I, I remember. Season. Yeah, like, I remember that happening. Um, um, but yeah, you saw him get in there. I mean, it was, you know, a nice route. I mean, he got open, great throw. I yeah, mean, I'm just, not even blaming him. I mean, he got popped. I mean, you want to hold on to it, but sometimes, you know, when the guy, when you get a helmet right in the elbow like that, you know, the ball's comes out sometimes yeah i mean sanders had a nice camp like you know i'm you know i was i was surprised that we kind of found him undrafted had a great camp that that's the weird part the in that's what i was getting to like yeah i mean like i just i don't understand like as was amazing in in the preseason like and just yeah like i said there must be something i mean the coaches have said you know he's not ready for you know he hasn't fully grasped the offense yet um i guess they feel like braylon sanders has i you know i don't fully understand it. Uh, I mean, you know, this, I was, this definitely offense wasn't happy. Moves, it moves fast. You got, you got to, you have to be in the right place. Two is thr- throwing the ball before guys make their cuts. Yeah. So, so it, it's not like you can just plug someone in there if you don't feel comfortable that they're going to make the right cut or the right read. That those balls are going to get intercepted because they're going, you know. So, so he I get was it. much more on target this week than oh, yeah. the, the Steelers one. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, even I mean, he didn't have a lot of practice. He was rusty. He was missed yeah. in three weeks. It makes sense. And and boy was yeah, he was on. Uh, yeah, he looked great. And um, so you go into half. I mean, I think Hill was you know well over 100 yards again by halftime. Waddle had two touchdowns by halftime. Um, yeah, that 
that throw to the the long pass. Both of the Waddle touchdowns were great throws. One of them was shorter, and then the one was oh the rainbow good. was yeah that yeah. was just dropped right yeah. in there. I will say though, and I mean I know it's been mentioned. I only saw the replay once. Sherfield was obviously in. I don't know why they didn't they didn't challenge that. Yeah, and it almost came back to bite him. Yeah, uh, yeah it, but. You know, thankfully it didn't. Um, I just I, when that happened and they didn't challenge, I was like, if I mean, I get, get it. Like it's a close game. You you should be able to score anyway. Uh, but they 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 really they fooled me. Like like they, like it seemed like they were all out of sorts, and then you know, Ingle well, took it and actually was able funny to get it. Is ever like that's like the third or fourth time we've done that. Not always with Ingle, but with like. You know, right, Smite did it once. Did it. Somebody did it to us once. Yeah. yeah, I think the Bills did it to us once. So, um, yeah. Uh, uh, it's a, it's a cool play. Like it definitely tricked me. And then when the flag came out, I was like really nervous because I thought we did something stupid and we were going to get pushed back. And yeah. then I was like, "See, you should have challenged." Even the announcer but, was like, "Oh, I don't think Ingold was set. Like, because if he's not set, it's but he definitely set." And then, but I then they showed it. the replay, and that guy was. <laughs> did you see like the steal the still of that? How far <laughs> offsides that lion defender was? I That's, was like, "What? That was the, are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Was, like, he was in the backfield." Like yeah, it was he was crazy. behind all of the offensive linemen. It was crazy. I'm wondering though, like that play, because honestly, when I saw Ingold in motion, I was watching him and not two, and I'm like, oh, he's gonna run up and grab it, and he runs up and grabs it, and I'm like, how do they not stop that? And then when I watched the replay, I see Tua doing the thing, and everybody looking at him and making it look like nobody knows what's going on, and I'm like, ah, I get it. I was definitely looking at Tua, and I yeah. was getting very nervous because it looked like they were gonna rush something and make a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah. Hey, it worked. It worked out in the end. Uh, yeah, so that was um, that was to get it to uh, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, my my dog obviously agrees with the um, you know with the play call. He was he was happy about it. He was very very happy when Ingles scored. So 27-24, Miami Dolphins um, defense. Uh, we touched on it. They they you know the Lions' opening drive was uh, was then after this, and they were not able to do anything except go backwards because of all of the penalties they had get the ball back go right down the field uh to a finds Gusecki in the in the back of the end zone another perfectly timed throw in the right place Dolphins are up 31 27 um and then the you know the rest of the game there's kind of you know there's a little bit of moving back and forth but Lions couldn't really do anything we held them to 67 yards in the second half and no points after you know just being a, an open so we didn't we didn't punt until we had our 31 points right correct yeah, yeah. but that was the uh and yeah the, the first part of the game was after we had taken the lead um and then uh yeah we were able to uh to and, run out the clock and again uh, it was another four or five minute drive to to eat the clock right it was so that's you know we've done yep. that a couple times that's nice to know that you can do that extremely uh extremely high efficiency rating for the offense in this game you had the the one turnover uh the fumble and then um one punt outside of that and then they had to settle for a field goal on the one drive in the first half uh but we'll take it sanders made his kick way to go jason sanders and his uh, extra points uh, i wanted to put up did you watch that panthers game by the way they should have won it outright eddie pinheiro a guy you could pick up off the street who can make these kicks missed an ex uh, missed a long extra point because of the field goal and then missed a field goal the length of a regular extra the, point. So the short field goal he missed was ridiculous. <laughs> the, the long extra point, like as soon as he got the 15 yard penalty, I, I knew it was going to be a problem. But it, it was, was like, I mean, it made it like a 50 yard kick. It was, it was 40, like 40, it was, 49 yards. Right. But Jason Sanders, he doesn't miss those this year. I don't know. I, I don't think he's hit a 49 yard. I think as long as 48. So, um, but yeah, inside of 50, he seems to be okay. Um, I'm, I'm getting just, back. I'm, I'm, yeah. And I agree. Like, obviously I'm dis his, I'm disappointed with how good he was that one year that I want him to get back to that, but I am not ready to cut him. And he's, I he's made his kicks the last couple of weeks. He hasn't missed any big field goals. So, uh, that's been good um special teams i thought played pretty well in this game it's kind of been a problem for us um the defense Ooh, was atrocious we, in the first half i'm worried about, what's that we got more than two yards on a punt return yeah cedric wilson we found a we found a role for him 11 million dollars this season <laughs> to get 12 yards on a one punt return um you so, know that hey i guess too bad a million dollars for every yard he gets on that that punt return that he got too bad we couldn't send him to the uh, back to the dallas they could use you him. know honestly i was thinking like i with the uh, we'll get to the, the the trade in a moment after we you know kind of wrap this one up but um 
the defense, you know, it was it was worrisome. You know, it was worrisome to see. Like I thought, you know, we've kind of owned Goff in the past, and he looked pretty good in the first half. You know, he he played a you know he played well. He made his throws. Um, we didn't really seem to be. We don't seem to really be able to get pressure with four. Um, you know, and teams are you know kind of picking up on the blitzes a little bit easier and getting the ball out a little bit faster. Um, Lions have a good offensive line. I mean that that you know that plays into yeah. that as well. Um, kind of helped with the running game. Um, you know the running backs are both pretty solid running backs. They have they have some Dude, nice Jamal pieces Williams on offense. Is a beast. Like everybody knows about Swift, but <laughs> Jamal yeah. Williams playing really well. Yeah, and Hawkinson was great. I can't believe they traded him. Like that's uh, but I guess you know I, I kind of get it, but I don't. To, yeah, I mean he was you know him with St. Brown. That's a, that's a pretty good you know, one, yeah. two receiving punch, but either way, uh, yeah, they, so they, they ended up, the Lions ended up trading Hawkinson, uh, right before the trade deadline, which gets me to my point. Uh, the Miami dolphins, uh, at the trade deadline made some moves, Rob. What? Made we did? Some, made some moves. Wait, no, I didn't hear anything about this. This is news. Oh, well, let me tell you, my friend. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that you're, you're very, very, very aware of that. I didn't um, think it was going to happen, honestly. No, I didn't either. I thought I thought we might have gotten that that Washington. Uh, Let's actually announce it first. So, wow. so the Miami Dolphins. This is four days later, make, everybody knows. Well, that's fine, but just in case right. some listeners it might be casual fans, <laughs> Miami Dolphins <laughs> made a big trade at the trade deadline on Tuesday. <laughs> we should get a sound drop for that. Um, big trade on Tuesday, right before the trade deadline. Uh, Miami trades. Chase Edmonds, who sucks oh, that, out loud. That's and has the centerpiece been, of the trade that we gave up? That was exciting for me. So <laughs> Chase Edmonds, along with a first-round pick and a fourth-round pick to the Denver Broncos. So the first-round pick is this year's, uh, this upcoming draft. It's the pick we got from the 49ers. Um, and fourth a fourth-round pick in the following draft in yeah. 24 for Bradley Chubb and a fifth round pick uh fifth round pick in this draft. So Bradley Chubb is one of the best uh premier pass rushers in the league uh this season and you know he's 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 a young player, he's 26. Uh his rookie year he had double digit sacks. He hasn't had double digit sacks since then, but he's on pace for double digit sacks this year. He has five and a half sacks. Uh more interestingly to me, he has the third highest pressure rate in the NFL, which now gives us the third highest pressure rate per snap and the fourth highest pressure rate per snap. So much like we have Hill and Waddle on the offensive side of the football. Now we have Chubb and Phillips on the defensive side of the football, and we should be able to start generating some serious pressure rushing only four people, which will make the defense so much better given how so much, much better, how banged up we are in the second. We should mention since you're talking pressure rate that Phillips is also top 10. Giving... I did. I said that he's fourth. Oh. He's fourth. Yeah. He's, oh. We have three and four now. So Chubb is third, and Jalen Phillips is fourth. I Making apologize if that didn't come out. One of only two teams with two two players in the top ten. With the Eagles, two in the top. We have two in the top five. Well, top five, true. I thought. Yeah, I like, don't know why. Have, I thought, like we have two wide receivers in the top Phillips, five as well. I thought Phillips was like seventh on the list. Maybe that was. Uh, not I could updated. be I, the, the stat I saw on ESPN was he was fourth. Um, he's like at twenty four percent, and uh, and Chubb is at twenty seven percent. And then the two leaders are Miles Garrett, who's number two, and then number one is Micah Parsons. Uh, Micah Parsons at at thirty two percent, which is unreal. Insane. Like, he's <laughs> that a freak guy is insane. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a very, very big trade. And then, you know, to recoup the loss of Edmonds, we went out and got, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Who was the 49ers leading rusher, but no longer needed now that they have CMC. Um, also, you know, McDaniels, uh, McDaniel knows him very, very well. They're um, also was... getting Eli Mitchell back from IR soon. And he was ahead of Wilson on the depth chart. So, and they have Tevin Coleman, who's another guy that, yeah, that like... knows that system and, and just, is and I believe he's going to be a free agent anyway. So he wasn't in their long-term plans yeah so he'll be he'll be a much better compliment to, to I weirdly, I, i'm i'm fine with the deal i feel like that's a little high of a price they sent him what did they send him? the fifth round the pick fifth, they got for chubb i mean but you but hunt was uh, apparently that they only wanted a four for for hunt oh kareem hunt would have been nice and also like we were you were joking about we kept cedric wilson i was <laughs> honestly like i was like let's wilson uh, <laughs> um uh, Wilson Edmonds, you know, a couple draft picks. You send us Chubb and Judy. Oh yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. But, um, 
I mean, I think I get I get why you'd give up a fifth. You know, you'd want Wilson instead of Chubb because he knows the system. Like Chubb's a better run. I'm sorry, Hunt is a better running back. Our Chubb is confusing me with the Chubb running back when we were when I saw when I saw this when I saw the rumors <laughs> about about Chubb, I thought it was that one, the running uh, back for the Cleveland Browns, and I was like, oh wow, that would be amazing. I'm like, <laughs> that doesn't make it okay. Yeah, so Kareem but. Hunt is a better player than than Jeff Wilson Jr. But Jeff Wilson is a bet knows the offense as a better fit, and we and I think they're a little gun shy from the chase Edmonds thing to being like well we got a good player but he didn't fit what we were trying to do let's just get so i i feel like they they had to pay like a round tax and like this is the guy we need to get because he fit we know he we could fit him in especially mid-season where i don't think anybody was probably looking to give up a, a fifth like what did naeem hines he was a a six and and well i, I guess the player swap but it just seemed i just I'm happy with it. I just felt like we had to pay the pay the tax, you know, to get him. I, I mean, I thought that honestly, the way he's played, I, I feel like it was fair. Like he's still very useful in San That's Francisco. True. He ret- he returns kicks. I mean, he, you know, it's there's no oh, guarantee no, that they're going to stay healthy. Like they have a they have a really hard time keeping these guys healthy. So, um, you know, he's he's a good player. He's their leading rusher. So he he plays well and he obviously fits the offense. So um yeah excited to get that i think we've you know obviously the offense seems fine you know for the most part um getting that getting that second running back um you know that that is dependable uh i think that's a you know good move um and then obviously the the big swing for 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 chubb is huge for this team so very very excited about that um as we go into chicago this week so um we're gonna take a break uh, it's going to be the end of our first segment, and then when we get back, we'll uh, preview the uh, game in Chicago at Soldier Field on Sunday. Please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. And we are back. Um, hey, so as I alluded to. Sorry, before we get there, I just wanted to mention, I want to give a little props. Byron Jones. I am not happy, obviously, that he's not playing, but that we are not, we have not been able to run that defense of blitzing and, and, and you know, the crazy blitzing and the zero blitzes. Now, you know, maybe maybe some of it's Flores. You know, maybe we can't, you know, Boyers doesn't know it as well, but I, I find that hard to believe. Well, the biggest difference is is Byron Jones locking down that other side. Like, I, it, it felt like, you know, he was overpaid and it felt like it wasn't a great signing. Making me think that it was probably a lot better signing than we thought for the unseen. You know, if a guy's not getting thrown... More balls going X's way because Byron's guy is is covered. He's getting more picks. Uh, yeah, we've I, always said that on the. I, I mean, I feel like we've always said that on the cast. Like we we. I was a big fan of the signing at the time. You know, I'm a big fan of him as a player. I know. I'm um, just bringing it up because it's been. You know, he hasn't played. We're. You know, we felt like he'd be back by now. So there's angst. But I. You know, we should be mentioned that. You know, that that's a hell of a player. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I think there's. I think there's a couple factors at play here outside of just byron jones being out i think um oh, and well, one now could be everybody out but in, i mean there, i mean there was always the question right was it flores or was it boyer like was it flores or boyer like which one was the one calling the plays which one made the defense so exotic and so difficult to to read or scheme against you know so that could be part of it you know you you know you you lost flores's mind there a little bit so you lose kind of that and then, you know, also other teams kind of catching up to it, right? Which I alluded to a little bit. They're getting the ball out faster, right? Like they're they're recognizing the blitzes that are coming, so they're getting the ball out faster. And I think, and I definitely agree, part of it is also like having, you know, two lockdown corners on either side, allowing you to play more man. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a variety of factors. I think Jones being out is definitely part of it, but I think there's some other things that, that are playing into it as well. But 
and is and just wrapping the bow on the point before the break. You know, having Chubb now with Phillips, and you still have Agba, and you have you know and Ingram and Van Ginkle, Wilkins, who can, who can, and Wilkins and Raekwon and Siler. Yeah, Siler got a sack. Got a sack. You yeah. know, he was the only one that got a sack last week. So, so, but as good as all those guys are, like they they were all solid, awesome guys. Chubb is a stud right this this is like so now you know you throw somebody in there you know i'm, I'm a little part of me i've just been been watching waves of dolphins not move the offensive line i'm afraid to see that again but uh but this but if we get you know but if they start getting in there it's going to be so good because we need it Absolutely. And in more more recent, I guess, Miami Dolphins news regarding Bradley Chubb, they did uh, sign him to a long-term deal. This, a giant. That happened t- today. Yeah, so I uh, believe it was $63 million guaranteed over five years. Uh, I think it's the contract in total is over $100 million. Um, once again, proving my, <laughs> my theory and uh, what I've been saying for the last couple of years, the salary cap is fake. You can get whoever you want and work around it like it just seems like. If you're if you're in, you can get whoever you want. You well, can pay it's also them. an extension, so I don't think I don't think they they may not have changed what he's making this year, other than the signing bonus or something. So, yeah, it, it hits next year when you right. And I'm not team. saying they're going to, but they absolutely could keep Kaseki if they wanted to. Like they could find a way to fit Actually, him. Actually, like they can. I had a weird point on that. I know we're uh, eating time and should be talking about the Bears game, but uh. I was listening to some podcasts talking about the pros and cons of the Hawkinson trade that you already talked about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one side was saying like, well, you know, that's a, if they use the first round pick, it's a lot of money. They're going to have to lock into a tight end. But on the other side, you're like a, t- a top tight end who might get 15 to 18 million a year in the wide receiver world. That's now like a a barely a number three wide receiver that's like Allen robinson or or you know like these guys that so to, to me that i mean i think they may have to think about keeping Gasicki because you're not going to be able to pay a wide receiver who can do his production is going to get 25 or 30 million dollars a year so it actually becomes a bargain just use him as a wide receiver and and get your Smythe or get your you know let long Smythe and and connor be be the blocking guys and just just do that and get you get have a bargain yeah i think we're going to see more of more of him in the in the second half of this season i think he's going to become an even bigger part of the offense he's slowly kind of creeping into it um but he's yeah he's a very valuable piece like i think you know you just gotta if we're in win now mode and you know we really truly believe in this team like he's he definitely fits and he's a guy you gotta have i think so um all right chicago sunday miami dolphins one o'clock Eastern soldier field, the bears, uh, had a fire sale of their own. Uh, they traded their two best players on the defensive side of the football, which was their strongest side. Um, so Robert Quinn and Roquan Smith traded, uh, before the deadline, Robert Quinn went to the Eagles, Roquan Smith to the Ravens, which man, <laughs> that, that, that really helps the Ravens out a lot. Um, we already beat them. The Bears then also curiously made a trade for Les Claypool, so they're not Les? in or Chase Claypool, <laughs> not Les Claypool. Wow, <laughs> that was a blast from the past. Yeah, so little Primus. I haven't listened to Primus in probably twenty years, maybe longer. Um, <laughs> anyway, Chase Claypool, the wide receiver from the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, uh, just a, I, I. I don't get it. Like you're you're trading to try and get draft picks, and then you're gonna trade a draft pick for Claypool, who is a little bit of an enigma. He's a good wide receiver. He had some pretty good seasons with uh, when when Ben Roethlisberger was there, but he hasn't really done. Honestly, from a Chicago side, I don't hate it. You have to. Evaluate, you need wider. They need well, wide receivers. They also but... have to evaluate. Right. We were in this yeah. boat. People are you're like you need to know. If you're stick, if this is guy's your future or not, and if you don't give him anybody to throw the ball to, how the hell do you know whether it's his fault or not, right? So, so I think part of this might be part of the evaluating process now because Mooney's a good wide receiver. You get Claypool out there; he's a fifty-fifty guy. He, you know, like, and he's dynamic. Yeah, it's a risk because he might be a bit of a knucklehead, but 
you know, I think it'll help them evaluate Fields because they'll because ever yeah, since yeah, he's a good wide receiver. Ever he's, since I mean, he's the definitely Patriots the best wide receiver game, on their team now. Ever since the Patriots game when they went and and beat the Patriots, which was fantastic, the offense has looked different. They're running, calling design runs for Field, letting him run around, which opens up things downfield. Gonna make it a little scarier for us. We're not we're, we haven't been great with mobile quarterbacks. Um but yeah, it's been two weeks, right? It's been two weeks of, two of good, good football. Yeah, no, I know. Two, yeah. yeah, two weeks, two good weeks, two good performances. So 33 points against the Patriots. Um, they put up 29 on the Cowboys. I, that game seemed like it was pretty much out of hand. So I don't know how much of that was like garbage time. But that time Cowboys defense is, good. Is, is, is. I know they're, they're, the Cowboys defense is very good. But yeah. like if it's like, you know, if it's 42 to 14, you're 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 not running your you're not running your top defense out there. You know what I mean? No, so I anyway, I we'll see. I'm not saying yeah, I, I honestly I didn't watch the game, so I don't know, but I I know the Cowboys were way up and it seems like the Bears got some some garbage time points there. But no, nonetheless, 33 and 29 in two weeks is, is very good performance from from that offense specifically. So and Fields does run around a lot. We have a hard time with that. And they design run. runs, they've, I think we might be able to contain a little bit better, but but they've got two good running backs too. And I mean, I'm not expecting a lot of Claypool, but you know, but Mooney's good. They don't, they refuse to throw to Cole Komet, so I'm not really worried about the tight end. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and their offensive line is average to middling from, yeah. from what I've seen. So Fields is constantly running for his life and getting killed back there. So hopefully, um, we're able to contain him. Hopefully, we play a lot better than we played last week. I do think the Lions' offense is much better than this Bears' offense. I think we can agree there. Yes. Um, the Bears. Honestly, I was what worried me the most about this game was their their defense. Um, you know, they, and they've they've gotten substantially worse. Um, with the, with I mean, the, the defense didn't worry me. Honestly, de- there's defenses don't worry me with this offense. I mean. Yeah, obviously you don't you don't want to you know a great front that can you know disrupt the run and get to two or whatever. But I am not worried about uh, what defense we go up against. I mean, I'm not saying I'll I'll expect. I'm not us quite to score there yet, 35. but yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like I do, like the offense definitely looks more than capable. So um, we match up really well. Obviously, I think our offense is going to be a problem for their defense. Um, yeah, I'm, they like to if, play man. They gave up. They don't have any pass rush anymore. They don't have a good run defense. This is this is this should be. I mean, it's it's football. You know, things happen. But this should right. They should not be but a speed bump for our offense. Yeah, and we are on the road. I mean, there there is that. I don't know what the weather is supposed to be like in Chicago. It is November. It's when things start. It's actually to turn not going to be. It's supposed to be nice. Pretty pleasant. Okay. Yeah um yeah my prediction for this game and by the way oh yeah last week i I said it was going to be 31 to 24 the final score was 31 to 27 so go me predicting the outcome of games i'm pretty good at it sometimes to be fair i i was closer on their score i thought we'd win 41 28 so Mm, you went over though i went over prices right rules Um, but yeah, it was, uh, so it ended up being about 31, 27. So this week, um, I do think the dolphins are going to win again. I do not think they're going to put up as many points as they did last week. Um, but I think they're going to have a little bit of an easier time. So I'm going to say Miami dolphins, 27, Chicago bears, 17. Oh, ye of little faith. This offense is going to smoke dolphins, 38 bears, 30. And just so you know that that thir- that thirty that's garbage time. That they're 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 only going to get it within that one position <laughs> possession. I was going to say, wow, another shootout inside huh? the two minute warning. No, yeah, it's it's it'll oh, it'll be nice and comfy. Although we do like we do play good when we come from behind. Have we? It, other than the Patriots, have we like won? Why have we basically led from early and held it the whole time? Um, I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Steelers. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I think we're we're both feeling pretty good about that. Um, you know, one more thing we did kind of for I surprised neither one of us mentioned it. What I Miami forget? Dolphins, uh five and oh when Tua starts and finishes this season. Oh so. did you forget that? Look at his 
record his record oh like, his stats just in general and his overall record yeah fair it, enough it, it's crazy the numbers are crazy and there's still people out there being like oh but it was the lions like everybody plays good against them i'm like okay but he played better than them <laughs> it's like fair enough it's it's All crazy. Right. we're we are a little behind the clock, so let's try and play some catch-up with uh, NFL Pick'em. Um, last week, you finally got yourself back into the win column. You uh, took two out of three. Why don't you tell everybody how you beat me? Oh, because I picked terrible teams who happened to be better than the terrible teams that you picked. Well, the Vikings aren't terrible. That's true. But uh, the I did uh, the Vikings, minus three and a half. They destroyed, was it, the Cardinals? Um, not a Cardinal believer, as we'll find out. Did we end up with them again this week? We'll see. Um, Panthers, I thought they could win outright. They should have won outright, but it was still a four point. I was getting four points. So losing in overtime with all that buffoonery still helped me. And then, I don't know. This was my, my stupid call. I even said it at the time, the Steelers against the Eagles. I said they they only get blown out by good teams. Everybody else, they stay close. Let's see if the Eagles are good. Uh, the Eagles are good, even though they're <laughs> not blowing out the Texans as we're re- recording this while it's still 7-7 in that game. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I think we're going to have uh, – I think I'm, I got burned by the Panthers last week. Um, I'm going to attempt fate one more time. You want the Panthers plus 7.5 at Cincinnati? I do. Cincinnati, first of all, I hate when a team looks terrible because then the overreaction. But man, did Cincinnati look terrible! And that was that's not just no chase. I mean, like all of a sudden, they've had a hard time with the Browns traditionally. There's just it seems like there's those teams that just get in, in like the 49ers and the Rams, like where they just the other team just has no chance. It's like before it even starts. That's a good point. I think I think Burrow's like 0 4 against Stefanski or whatever. Or, so yeah, yeah, he seems to have a hard time with them. But I wasn't even really thinking. I was shocked, like when I saw the score, I was like, "Oh wow!" Like, but it it does. Somebody reminded me that they usually, the Browns usually handle them. So uh, I will take I will take away. the feisty Panthers. Um, I think the Bengals get right. I, I think they win and, and cover here. I, I I just that Panthers team is so bad, but you, they have played well. They've played well since. You know, since PJ Walker has taken over and Wilkes has become the coach, it seems they're playing hard for him. You know, they got rid of McCaffrey. That didn't. It doesn't seem they're playing better. They're playing better without Mayfield, without the yeah, Matt Rule, May- who was the Mayfield, offensive genius. I Mayfield guess. was terrible. Like I, I didn't yeah. think he was a bad Mayfield quarterback. Mayfield is terrible. Yeah. but he like played hurt last year. I thought, I thought he could be better. Like I'm like maybe he's okay. I never thought he'd be good, but he was awful this year. Just awful. And uh, my dog is a big Baker Mayfield fan, as you can tell. So he doesn't, he doesn't appreciate it. But yeah, Baker Mayfield's terrible. Uh, agreed. All right. Uh, next, uh, here's an, this one's interesting. Falcons getting three points at home. You love the Falcons. You want them? I do, mostly because I against the Chargers. I should, I should have said who they're playing. It's mostly because I am not a believer in the Chargers. And honestly, when we made we made these picks a little early, I didn't even know like. I think no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams. I mean, it shouldn't matter, but the Chargers are they're garbage. Their their coach is garbage. They're they're overrated. They've got a bunch of overrated guys. And I love the uniforms. But they're, they're hurt. They're 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 very hurt. hurt. Like so hurt. yeah, like you mentioned. No, no Williams. No, but they're I mean, we're not that hurt. Like they their best offensive lineman is out. Their two best wide receivers are out. They lost the cornerback that they spent all that money on on defense. They have a terrible coach, like you mentioned. Herbert is pretty overrated, but now he's like really underhanded. I mean, Eckler's a good player. I I still Eckler's think they win. Excellent. The Falcons are not very good, um, despite the fact that they're my, in first place in the my, division. Somehow, it's funny. My yeah. you know the the my Herbert hatred is not even really hatred. It's just the way like the national media only watches highlights. And Herbert will make those amazing highlight passes. No, yeah, like, he's he's he tremendously gifted. He's a good quarterback, but, but but he's still does stupid stuff. He's still ah. I, part of me feels to. like it's coaching. I mean, he looks like he. I'm just trying to like he's he's so talented. Like you can see it. Like the arm strength. Like he he makes he makes pretty good reads. He makes some amazing throws sometimes. But yeah, he does some boneheaded things, and I think a lot of it's you know a lot of it's tied to play calling. There's been a lot of. It's a lot of bad play calling, quite frankly. A lot of like 
strange. Like it's like a like I've mentioned it several times. It seems like the Chargers head coach is a 13 year old kid playing Madden. And yeah. I'm just happy that at least they're going to win, though. I'm taking them in spite of all those things. I oh, will. I will take them. At least three now, points. Tua has played himself back into the conversation. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he 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 legitimately is playing better than Herbert this year, this oh, yeah, season, yeah. like That's statistically. What I mean. And okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not yeah. saying he's you know like I get it like, but he's played himself into now. You're in the conversation when you're talking about Burrow and Herbert and Tua. It's not clear cut. Now, granted, it's still a small sample size. He's got to do this this whole year, you know, and then but but I'm saying through the years now these they're on par, and it didn't look that way through his the first two seasons. Yeah. Um, One more game. He, All right. So yeah. I'm tired of taking crummy teams. I'm going to take <laughs> a team that's not supposed to be crummy, and they are crummy. When was the last time the Packers were only giving three and a half points to the Lions? Those Lions we just saw in Detroit. I actually, I'm going to. I will take the Lions here. Uh, I'll take the Lions at home. I, I I feel like they at least cover. Um, with those three and a half points, they're like gonna to they're gonna it. put up some points on that uh, that Packers team. I feel like, but the Packers um, are gonna put up their point. They're gonna finally get to put up points. I guess I don't know. They're they are bad. They're like terrible. I've I've been like I've been forced to watch them because they're Ooh. on prime time a lot. They're bad. I, I have they're not bad. watched them at all. I don't know how yeah, you... they're they're not good. Like they, their wide receivers cannot get separation. They and when sometimes when they do they drop balls uh, <laughs> like I just I, they have a good running game like their running game is solid I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if they win but yeah I'm not going to be shocked if the Lions cover this well obviously you picked them yeah all right um, we'll save the degenerate side of things for when we come back from break so when we come back we'll do the degenerate side of things and then our favorite part of the show fantasy camp so please. Stay tuned. And we're back. All right. So a few interesting prop bets uh, from this week's game. But before we get to that, why don't you uh, tell everybody what happened uh, on the degenerate side of things last week. And just for our listeners that might not know, the the degenerate side of things is where Rob and I like to make prop bets on Dolphins players and their yardage totals for the game on Sunday. So last week I did very, very well. And I'll let you tell everybody about it, Rob. You very, you did. You uh, you took an easy one, which I think I'm taking this week. You took Tua's over one and a half touchdowns, and he had four, although only three counted. You took Tua <laughs> over 271 and a half yards, and he cruised past that with 382. And you took the Waddle over 64 and a half, and he had 106. We actually both took the Waddle over, um, so I got that one correct. I took the Hill over. He had 188, which was well over the 84 and a half, and I just missed by a yard and a half. I missed the Mostert over. He was 66 and a half. He had 64, so I missed it. So you went 3-0. and I went 2-1. and And I will tell you, there's a bet this week that I wish we could make. Um, there is a special <laughs> on on the website that we used to look at, and it is it's a parlay of Waddle and Hill. They both have to go over a hundred yards, but it's nine to one. So basically, you put a hundred bucks on that, you win nine hundred bucks, or put a dollar, win nine dollars, put a million dollars, win nine million dollars. You know, whatever is your comfort zone. <laughs> um, but that would be a fun one because I think there's a good shot, as you'll see in my overpicks, that they both go over hundred. <laughs> um, that actually that reminds me of uh, you know it's been just uh, we've talked about it ad nauseum how fun it's been watching uh, Tyreek Hill and how. We knew how good he was, or we knew he was very good, but we didn't understand exactly how good he was. Yeah. But did you do you watch NFL Re- NFL Rewind on ESPN at all? Like where they 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 show parts of games and they like they highlight like specific plays. No, um, I mean they I'm had not- they had uh, it was one of it was one of the hill catches where um, I think it was like a nineteen yard you know where he was just just like by the time I was watching it during the game and it was just like he's like it's like how does that guy get wide open? like underneath like that to where there's like nobody around him. And it was just like, they, they broke it down. They did a really nice job of just the way that they're, that, that we're using him is like, you know, it's very, very creative. So he was lined up 
um, you know, as a wide receiver, but, you know, almost like a, like an, an H back type of position, like where he was like, you know, three yards behind or like two yards behind the line of scrimmage, you know, off, off to the tight end side. So he had a tight end in front of him and it just eliminates the ability of the defender to, to chip him or, you know, right. to stop him from getting that, you know, that head of speed. And they, they showed it, they like, they're breaking it down in like these little moments. And like, you, you don't get an appreciation for how fast he is until you see these little clips of like, oh my God, like where it's just like, they show like, you know, half a second of it. And it's just like, the guy's already like five yards past the line of scrimmage. There, there's, there's this, the, the plays where they put him in motion, like across the formation and he's booking full speed. So when it hikes, he's already in a full sprint and cuts up. And now nobody, they can't get their hands on him. And, and, and he, yeah, and he blows by them so fast. They had like the defensive back that like the one that was supposed to chip him at the line, like never had a chance. Like, and just goes like they're playing zone. So the guy goes to the outside and like never even gets a hand on him. And the safety sees this immediately. So that dude just turns around. Like right. he just like immediately turns around and like and starts run like back to him, like running the <laughs> other way. And then he just sits down right in the middle and there's nobody near him. Like that was just like amazing. Like I just and every they're showing like every like little half second of it, and you can just see how much faster he is moving than any other person in any part of the field, like during those little the other, those little chops. It was just incredible. Yeah, I was like, wow, yeah, his, he makes it look easy. I guess it is easy for him when they're setting him up like that. The other thing about his speed is listening to the, uh, the Travis Wingfield, his podcast where he breaks down, you know, all yeah. the games and stuff. But he even mentions there's when, when on some of those go routes with two is letting the ball go. Hill is still three yards behind. Like the 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 safety or the corner is still three yards further than yeah. Hill, and he throws the ball. And by the time the ball comes down, Hill is past him by three yards. Like you just know, like he's that fast that like you're throwing the ball before he's even past the guy because you know he's just gonna blow past the guy. It's yeah. amazing. It's it's amazing. So. Let's get to these prop bets. I'm I'm staying away from uh, from from Tua. I'm not from Tua. I'm staying away from uh, from Waddle and Hill. Um, I did see some some of the 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 meaningless little ones that I like to pick. <laughs> you do like them. So these are a couple that caught my eye. So Cole Kmet uh, is a tight end for the Bears. Um, he's listed at 20 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take the under on that. I don't think they're going to hit Cole Kmet for for very many passes, and uh, I think that's all of our fantasy uh, players out there know they will not because this is yeah, a guy so we expected. That to one get caught my. Run. I know who Cole Kmet is, and I know he doesn't tend to break 20 right. to 20 yards receiving. So I'll take that one. Um, this one I thought was interesting. Uh, David Montgomery, so 50 and a half rushing yards. He's a he is a running back for the Chicago Bears. They use Herbert a lot. They don't really have. I don't use really know if one is the starter. I I don't see them. Yeah, I I don't I don't see Montgomery going over 50 and a half. I feel like they're going to get a lot of. They're both going to get a lot of touches, and I think we're going to do a pretty good job stopping them. So I'll take the under there, and then for my Dolphin prop bet. Again, Tua. They had him at one and a half touchdowns. I'm gonna take the over there again. I feel like he gets at least two touchdowns in this game. Yeah, they may, unless they rob him again, and maybe well, they, this is true. Maybe they want to use some of the use use their new toys, use Jeff Wilson uh, out there. But I'm gonna stick with I'm well, gonna, Wilson can catch too, so he could catch true. a touchdown from him. I wouldn't be surprised. Stick Unlike with, Chase Edmonds, who likes to drop touchdown passes, loves to do it. I'm gonna stick with my Waddle Hill overs. I told you I love them both at a hundred, like in that weird parlay at nine to one. Well, playing regular odds, Waddle sixty-seven and a half, Hill eighty-six and a half, taking the over on both of those. And honestly, I had also picked the uh, over one and a half touchdowns for Tua. I almost feel like switching it to the yards just so I can be different than you, but I'm gonna keep it on the touchdowns. Nice. All right. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, let's get to our favorite part of the show now, Rob, now that we've made it past the degenerate side of things and enlighten things a little bit. Hit it. All right. So last week was a barn burner for us. Uh, lots of scoring on the offensive side of the football. So um, Rob, I'll let them, I'll let you explain this, how you thought you were going to win when oh, Jalen Waddle got two touchdowns right off the bat. That's, this is so bad. Normally one, 
we've been playing this before the Dolphins could score any points. So any touchdown would win the game. And I had yeah. Waddle with the two touchdowns early. I thought I had it in the bag. But the way it went, you I had Waddle, Mostert. I didn't know Craycraft wasn't going to play. I didn't know Cedric Wilson was only a punt returner. So that was my offense. You had Hill, Gasicki, Sherfield, and Edmonds. And basically, Hill's 12 for 188 was enough to be a monster performance, pretty much matching um, Mostert's 8 for 106 and 2. But Gasicki had the touchdown, only had the, was just, that was just the one catch, huh? He had the one touchdown catch. And no, he had he had thirty eight receiving yards. Yeah, but I have one catch. Was it how long was the touchdown? He had more than one You're catch. Right. Yeah, You're that's right. that's not it. right. So you, so get you got some more points. <laughs> yeah, you that's yeah. He had thirty eight yards. The touchdown was not thirty eight yards. Yeah, you're right. He definitely had more than one. Um, yeah, Sherfield. I have this at two for twenty five. Um, whatever it was, it was more than both Craycraft and and Cedric Wilson together. So. Edmonds did get 14 yards rushing, so he got me a point there as well. That is true. You did. You got a point out of Edmonds. He's good for a point. Jalen Phillips got me my two points or one point. We are. Uh, we'll 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 address that in a minute. Oh but, yeah. yeah, I changed that already. But yeah, so it ended up. Uh, you got a four point lead, a four point win, which is probably more because I missed a couple of. I think Asiki had two actually. I think he at least he yeah. I, I, think, like, I think it was yeah. only two for 38. That um, makes a, that sounds a little bit more right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, so it would have been thirty nine, yeah. then thirty nine to thirty four. Yep. So it was still close, but so yeah. So I before, lost. so we made some changes to the scoring, and I'll for for any new listeners we might have the um, fantasy camp is a game where we draft fantasy teams comprised solely of Miami Dolphins skill players and one defensive player, um, and we you know take the fantasy points and, and play against each other. Uh, so we're going to make some changes cause it's kind of been like this season as we've been going, like, even though we do have a lot of offensive weapons, it's kind of obvious where they fall in the ranking order. So it's always the, the somebody takes Hill, then someone takes Waddle and Mostert. And then we go, you know, back and forth where we're trying to piece together, you know, the rest of the team made up of, you know, third and fourth string guys and, you know, a defensive player that doesn't score a lot of points. So we had a really good suggestion from one of our listeners earlier on in the year. So Scott, uh, Scott Heron, uh, Long time, long time listener. He uh, he sends emails to us at um, the blowhole radio at gmail.com. You can too. Um, if you do, you'll definitely get a shout out on the show. Also, we're on Twitter at T Blowhole. Please uh, feel free to give us a follow. You know, send us some messages. We'll you know we'll give you a shout out on the show as well. Um, but Scotty suggested we change the scoring for the defense, make it a little bit more uh, aggressive, more points for um, for for defensive statistics. Um, we're, we did, but we're going to up it even more. And what we're going to do is we're going to change the fourth slot that we have to a flex to where you can actually draft a second defensive player instead of a fourth offensive player. So that makes it a little more, you know, that gets a little challenging. Like I was debating drafting Alec Ingold this, <laughs> for this game. So I think, uh, you know, so we're going to add so we can draft two defensive players and the scoring we're changing, we're making a tackle full point. Um, we're adding tackle for a loss. We were not tracking that before. So tackles for loss are now two points. Pass breakups are one point. Defensive touchdowns are six. And then we upped everything else by a point. So sacks were three. They're now up to four. Forced fumbles are up to four. Fumble recoveries are up to four. And interceptions are up to four. So we're making it to the to where you could conceivably draft a defensive player with your, you know, maybe your third or fourth pick. So um, that's what we're going to do to try and, you know, change, change the game up a little bit. Uh, Rob... You who goes first this week? I went first last week, so you get to take Tyreek this week. Yep, I will do it, which means you get to take Waddle and Mostert. See, this is why we're um, mixing it up. It, it's a little. Uh... <laughs> there were there were there were some times I was trying to you know I I think I took just Gasecki over Mostert. I think we're starting to see that that might actually be a play that you could make here. I thought about it. I am actually gonna gonna take Mostert, so we'll go Waddle and Mostert um, for for my two. Yeah, that would be insane to not do that. I mean, yeah. this is a bad run defense. I know yep. Detroit was a bad run defense, but we were down and honestly, we I don't we're not running. Though it I feel like we have all these good run plays, but then there's a handful that aren't. I think we just got behind. Yeah. Like that you know, that that kind of went into this one. So we fell a little bit too far behind and we were just having so much success passing the ball. We kind of fall in love with that passing game. So I will 
I'll give good old uh, Mikey G some props. I was like, I'm never going to draft this guy until he proves it. And well, I've drafted he's been him a useful. few times. He's been useful, and everybody, this is basically the Mendoza line. Any everybody under here is pretty is a pretty much a drop off. I mean, it's been Hill, Waddle, Mostert, Gasicki is pretty standard for the top four. I'll take Gasicki, and here they've been using Sherfield a lot. There's obviously no Edmonds. It's only half a week. But I'm going with the real Wilson Jr. I'm going with Jeff. I'm going Jeff with... Wilson Jr., not Cedric Wilson Jr. Exactly. I like it. Um, I, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they always, when they used Edmonds in the in the red zone, I feel like uh, Jeff Wilson might be a better red zone option. At least they'll use him. I think he'll get in there. I don't know how much, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and take him. All right. I like that. Um, so, yeah, I'll take Sherfield then. And for my second pick, I'm going to go ahead and take uh, Javon Holland. I think, uh, you know, with the extra defensive scoring, he will be a much valuable, much more valuable piece than uh, Alec Ingold or Durham Smythe or Cedric Wilson, who is useless. So, yeah, give me Javon Holland. Uh, yeah, I am also not going to take... The, uh, you don't want Alec Ingold? I left him there for you. I don't want Ingold. Crane you can get the Graf, other Wilson Crane Jr. Graf, we didn't even go over the uh, the injury uh, thing for. Oh, for I touched season. on it a little bit when we talked about Braylon Sanders playing. No, um, no, no. Yeah. I mean, I mean the injury report. I mean, we didn't go over the injury. Oh, report. I see. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah. I mean, it's what we're used to. But yeah, I'm gonna take Phillips. Um. Hopefully, you know, I think Chubb will see some third down obvious passing situations. You don't need to know the playbook when it's go chase quarterback. Um, and I think that'll help open things up for him. And I, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to Baker. I just think, you know, now the tackles are a point. I think, you know, let's let's ring up some tackles. I, I didn't have a chance to really look up stats and see who our tackle leaders are. But I know he's out there usually every play. So, um yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with Baker. Well, that will uh, I'll I'll go ahead and take Bradley Chubb. Um, Woo! I just as the as the fourth uh, fourth defensive player here. Um, yeah, I mean it's his, it's his first game, but like you said, he's he's a pass rusher. He's come off the edge. He he does a really good job of of staying, you know, of of holding the edge on on running plays as well, which is going to be he's going to need to do that because there are going to be a lot of. Uh, read options and there's going to be a lot of designed runs for uh, for fields standing you know, coming around the end. But that Chubb is excellent at defending the run as well, um, which is another reason. He's just such a great fit for this defense. I mean, he'd be a great fit on any defense. But uh, yeah, very very excited about it. Um, I know it's you know short week, didn't get really a chance to practice or learn the playbook, but I, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna make some plays for us right out of the gate. You know, I think he's gonna be excited to be Miami Dolphin. And uh, I like let's go. it. Let's go. I like right. it. Little, little, uh, not messing around. Yeah. What's, I mean, he's, he's, he's the best player we have on defense now. So, um, Ooh, easy there. I get that there's, yeah, get that there's no, uh, you know, easy, no, no time, easy there. You know, not a lot of time to prepare, Howard, but Damian Howard has, has some, has some statements about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I still love X, but yeah, those are, yeah, those, we don't have, I mean, if Byron Jones ever, comes back and is at form that's potentially for because uh, I, I holland's a pro bowl player to me now yeah. like he'll make the pro bowl this year so that would be you know holland howard you know byron jones and, and bradley chubb and, and Jalen phillips isn't really too far behind either so those those are all guys that are capable of making a pro bowl and that level of talent um there's a lot of good players on this defense they should be playing better than than they played on sunday so It'd be nice to see a, you know, when I was kind of been joking about this, like there's been no game this season where both the offense and the defense played to their full capabilities. It seems like it's either one or the other. You yeah. can't get both in four quarters. So, um, the, yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be the, nice to see the that. Optimist in me, right? It's still uh, I, well. This is, I mean, actually, this is the ha the true half point of the season, right? Because we're halfway through the week in between the stupid uh, eight and a half yeah. months or whatever. Um, <laughs> this isn't the team that goes to the playoffs, right? There's still room to grow. Obviously the team is different now. We just got 
two new players and and they're still learning right they're they're josh it's they're learning mcdaniel's offense they're adapting to josh josh boyer's adapting to the job i think we're going to get better and i mean we have to but we don't ha- i mean if we if we want to contend um you know right well, now it's, it's scary to think right like if they if they actually just played you know the way that they, i mean we've seen it in spurts from the defense and you know we the offense has been i, I want to say more consistent but you know there was that stretch of games where we didn't have our you know you know we were pretty banged up uh not just without Tua but also like no no Armstead um you know and oh, th- we, didn't that's... Even, we didn't even mention Eichenberg Oh well, yeah, Eichenberg went down. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I feel like Jones might actually be a better player I, I, than Eichenberg that... at guard. So, um, yeah, obviously, I hope Eichenberg gets better. He's a young player. He's you know going to be a key part of this team. You don't ever want to see somebody get hurt. Um, but no, I, Robert Jones has, has been a, a very solid backup. I was a little surprised. Maybe I thought maybe Dieter would come into center and you shift Williams over to. They don't. Uh, to left said guard, it before, but, though they don't like moving guys if they don't have to. And the one yeah, time and Williams did, uh, like his, his when stats Armstead been... was out and we moved people around, it was a it was a disaster. <laughs> yeah, little it was, was. Awful and on the left side. Williams has been tremendous as a center, so I guess yeah. I, I get keeping the the continuity there. So he's been he's been great. Now we didn't um, we didn't also so Austin Jackson is not on IR anymore, but I don't he has not practiced, so I I don't I, I don't think we're going to see him play this week. And correct. I, yeah, I don't think he's ready. Maybe next week, but Shell's a, a very good right tackle. So, um, yeah, it's exciting. But hey, no time for nonsense this week. Let's go, Dolphins. I still haven't watched your show. I know you haven't. <laughs>